Johnny. Man, hey, I got my seatbelt on, man. Let's hey, get okay, it. Okay, let's have some fun then. For all y'all don't know, this part of the segment of the show, hey, how you doing? My name's Cheryl. That's Justin. He's our special guest. He'll be uh, commentating in place of some of the booth boss's finest. He's part of the upper echelons, you know, we feel it. But this is the things we forgot to tell you last week. It's a segment of the show where we just recut, regale on some stories and things like that. And our first topic is New York City sanitation crew and really the police are getting a uh, backlash because they were mandated and forced to throw out this poor lady's groceries from her store. Now, for a lot of y'all that don't know why, what's wrong with this, there are certain parts and segments in New York that are considered food deserts. What are food deserts? Well, food deserts are places where people can't readily buy grocery stores. It's not like probably where you're from where you have like a Kroger's, Whole Food, Trader Joe's, hell, Walmart. These places don't have those. They have gas stations and strip malls. And if you think about a gas station or strip mall, these aren't really places where 18-wheel trucks can back up and drop off communities worth of food. Uh, it makes it hard to supply these communities with food. So the fact that the city spent more time destroying food that was readily available than providing a way for these people to get legitimized, like get her a license. I don't know. What do you think about this? And I... Believe that that they should at least have you know like you said spent that energy or that negative energy and spun it around and you know tried to provide some assistance right like yeah. okay you don't have your paperwork but if you go down here fill this and this out you know and pay this fee you can get it right but it it almost seems like that power trip right that that i'm angry i want i i don't because I didn't come up with it. I'm not going to let you do it type of situation, right? Pure Absolutely. salt, pure hate. Absolutely. And it's kind of crazy, too, because if you think about it, this is in New York where the PPP funding was rampant. It was readily available. So that money could have easily gone to solving this problem. But once again, when it's about oppression, solving problems ain't really up for grabs. So this is a really tragic story. Hopefully we can get uh, some coverage on this and some follow through. Clearly there's a there's an outspeak uh, for the community crowd, so we'll, we'll be looking to see what comes of this. Um, we got to talk about Agent Orange real quick. Uh, I don't. There's a few rules on the podcast, Justin. I don't know if you know this. Uh, rule number one: never tell people where you at. Rule number two: never tell people what who you kissing. And rule number three: and this is important: you don't talk about what you eat. All right. These are like rules that my okay. mom came up with randomly on the spot. On like episode 44, we're into like 500. So here we are talking about this now. But now that you know the rules, uh, based on where I know you live, which is Arizona, <laughs> Trump is out here acting an utter fool because you'll never guess what happened after six long months of investigating into this whole beat the beat the election fraud thing you'll never guess what the election committee uh also known as the ninja squad or something like that found out it's sad news in arizona but i'm gonna let you tell them <laughs> so basically what we've come to find out is once again trump lost but not only did trump lose arizona lost because the taxpayers out there are up on the hanger for six million dollars in spending to investigate not something new, not something profound, not something coherent, but just 
the fact that Trump lost. We had to reiterate that. And another thing that you need to take into heart when you're looking at this story is understand that they are making they are making they are this committee who found out that Trump was wrong and that Biden did win are also now being tasked with setting up legislation. Legislations off of feelings because what we know coherently now is that this was one of the most secure elections we've ever had. So the fact that we're making new laws off of our feelings versus off of facts is mind-numbing and scary. I don't know. Did you have anything else you want to hear? You want to shame your people or anything like that? I just could, I, I couldn't believe the fact that, you know, not only, well, so we did figure out that the results were wrong, right? Like mm-hmm. they were actually wrong results. Yeah. But to find out that they were actually wrong in the fact that Trump lost by more than what they thought, yeah, I was blown away. You know, like it's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like, this crazy. is crazy. It's so insane that this is the right. This is what it's come to. But hey, we'll hopefully other counties like because I know there's something like this going on in Georgia, but that was squashed because they have two governors that are are blue now. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, well, it, it is good to know that our our election was secure, right? No, absolutely. Like all, a lot of and, issues weren't really issues. That should be the headline. Honest to God, but it's not. That should be the headline. We had the most secure election in in American history when we had the most people ever voting. But I yep. mean, yep. we push on. Um, okay, so I don't like. I don't know how I feel about this story, but I am going to talk about this. Apparently, the Afghanistan uh, Taliban has to be warned. Has to warn their foot soldiers to stop having so much fun and stop taking selfies and. And going on boat rides. If you're watching the screen right now, I didn't pay the 50% off for the one year thing. So this is the only picture we go and get. But I, I, I'm, I am starting to believe that the Taliban is just a bunch of people in sandals who with no education and dreams of being blown up for Allah so they can get 10 versions. And now that that dream has been taken away from them, they can enjoy shit like go-karts. I am sitting here saying that there's a strong possibility if we didn't spend so much time with this xenophobia that we could have had people like this, like just, you know, having a good ass time in bumper cars. But that's just me. I don't have anybody in the military. I don't feel like that connects to it. But I do see America as the bad guy in that war. So I don't know. What do you think? Man, I kind of, I don't know, you know, I, th- I think we're the bad guys also. So it's kind of, you know, hard to, I don't know, man. That's a tough situation. You know, you think <laughs> about those wars that happened for all this time. We pull out and they're riding go-karts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like we thought that they were going to be out here trying to fly another planet to a building, but they just out here living their best lives, man. It's just. I don't know. Did you see the clip? Did you see the clip where they were on those little boats with like rocket launchers? Yeah. 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 Just, hey, let's go shoot some rocket launchers today. Yeah. Let's just have a good time. No big deal. No big deal. I, 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 this yeah. a, it's a, it's a tad bit heart, heartwarming, but at the same time, I get it. There, there are people who used to go around beheading motherfuckers, so I can definitely understand why this would be an issue. But like, come on, guys, come, it's come on. This, this, this has to do something for you, right? But we'll, we'll push on. I don't know if I lost you, Jess. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, I can hear you, but I think your your video dropped out. Uh, shout out to you guys for uh, keeping the chat alive. Thank you guys so much. We got ten people watching on multiple platforms, so that's awesome too. But uh, there's a gas crisis happening at, right now in Europe. 
search and they're searching for solutions. And to be honest, hey, Twisted Text, man, if you want to make some good money, you could get a free ticket to out to the UK because they're looking for ten thousand truckers to help transport gas that has already been refined and is ready to go. All right, there you go. You're back now. Uh, to get them refined this gas, but basically what happened was uh, a bunch of truckers weren't available to take this gas out to the gas stations. People caught wind of it. They started buying gas at a stupid amount in a stupid rate, and it caused gas stations to basically go on empty. This sort of happened to us in the, during the pandemic. Uh, did you experience anything like that during the early parts of the pandemic? From the gas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. We saw the we saw the immediate increase in the prices, you know, but the, the, the biggest thing that we saw was the, the toilet paper and the water and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, kind of in our, in our area. No, definitely, definitely. This is something that is artificially being happening, but it's still important to point it out that, like, in a zombie apocalypse, you have to know that, like, people are worse than the zombies. Like, all of those cliches that happen in the TV shows – they're not cliches. The, the people show you. We I saw a woman slap another woman for some tissue paper. And not just like yeah. a single roll. For like a lifetime supply. Like 14 rolls of toilet paper. One. I remember that. One. You don't love yourself if you're out here using toilet paper. Go get some baby wipes and grow up like a real adult. Okay. Take care of yourself. And two. It's not that fucking serious. It's just not that fucking serious. But hey. Next topic. Right. <laughs> Um, what is Yahoo talking about? Uh, sorry, Yahoo. Okay, so there's a couple out in Texas. Um, they have an amino uh, amino compromised. I say amino, but it's immune compromised. Uh, son at home, and they went out to a restaurant. And when they got to the restaurant, they were told to take off the mask. They assumed that they were taking off the mask to check their photo IDs. They went to go sit down, started uh, to order. They were told they couldn't order because they had their mask on. Confused, they asked, why is this happening? Why are they being targeted? And turns out there's a policy in this restaurant where people who are wearing masks will not be served. This is how it starts. Uh, like, this is how it starts, right? Like, this is how this whole us versus them evolves. Because you knew eventually that someone like this, someone, some idiot was going to do this. What are your feelings on this topic? Man, I'm a firm believer of of do what makes you feel safe, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think people should be uh, persecuted for wearing a mask. I don't think people should be persecuted for not wearing a mask. Mm. If you feel comfortable, um, do what makes you comfortable, right? Yeah. Get in your space. Uh, I mean, it, the thing that, that hit me as odd for this, and you'll hear a lot of people talking in the background saying, well, they were at other restaurants with their mask off. And I'm like, people are allowed to evolve in their positions, you assholes, okay? So just relax. If Just because you don't ever want to apologize and seem wrong or show any form of growth or for, for, for variety or uh, versatility is a reason why you stayed on the bench in your junior high basketball game when everyone else got to play. And when you asked the coach why you didn't get in, he said he forgot my bad and rubbed you on the head because that's how he made you into a docile being. You were insignificant then, you're insignificant now if you're not willing to allow people to change on their positions. But to Justin's point, I'm about seeing people do, not necessarily as I'm a little bit more strict on this, do what's right. 
And there's enough science out there to say that, hey, putting on a mask for other people, to protect other people, to prove that we're not a selfish, self-centered, egocentric universe is is the plight of man right now. When a hundred year pandemic is happening right now and is beating a pandemic from the past, we got to ask ourselves as, you know, adults in the room, yo, where did we go wrong? But it's super interesting to see this. This is in Texas. I don't know if this would happen in the on the West Coast or in the North, but I could definitely see see this become a thing where people with masks being attacked for just wanting to take care of themselves. You see that. You actually see that, you know, um, you know, in, in like, uh, I guess you'd say on like dating apps, right? You'll see. Yeah. If you wear a mask, don't respond to me. Or if you have a mask on in a picture, don't talk to me. Like, what? you know, why, why does that have anything? That, I would obviously take it off if I was going to kiss you or something, right? Like, I, I keep, hey, let the truth be told. I dick you down with a mask on. Goddamn right. <laughs> you got that? Hey. <laughs> hey, I put the D down on you, double D, baby. I wear two that, forms of protection. It's the only time we're wearing two types of protection at once is acceptable. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> got to ride with you on that one. I would too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, okay. So we have, I feel like I have to do a better job of arranging these stories. Uh, we have an update to the mass shooting that happened on Tuesday, on Monday. Uh, there was a mass shooting at, at Kroger's. A gunman uh, was. Uh, this is the gunman on screen. They don't like showing the gunman. They don't like talking about the gunman. But I'm a big believer of putting these people out there because, like, uh, if it was Uncle Pookie and them, they would have had all of our pictures out here. Uncle Pookie yep. would have been out here bad. You would have seen him with every cocked sideways gun. Like, Tamir Rice got shot in two seconds, and they found the one picture of him sticking up his middle finger and used that as his Photoshop. He literally had a graduation picture as his profile. Graduation picture as his profile. So I, I'm a big fan of, like, exposing all people. He's a 29-year-old. His name was Yu, Yu Kin Thong. He was from Myanmar. Um, and basically, this is a story of a disgruntled employee he was basically trying to leave, felt like he was being mistreated. And this is a, this is a, this is an ode to all you people who work in, in any facility where you know your ass isn't covered by your own weapon. Like, if you think the security guard who's getting paid $9 an hour and only has a flashlight and a whistle is going to protect you, you got your shit fucked up. You better start treating people with a little bit more decency. And I get it. He's a psychopath and he's wrong. But people are pushed constantly in, in, in a pandemic. These things get elevated to 100%. And when you know you live in a country where eight pe- where for one person there's eight guns to one person, you better watch your goddamn mouth when you're talking on these streets. You got to watch your goddamn mouth. Because I'm 6'5", 300 pounds, but one bullet will put me down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. what it, Did you hear about this? What are your thoughts on this? Man, it's just, it's, it's like you said, I think if, if people had a little bit more compassion, a little bit more decency, um, you know, I think a lot of these would be prevented, right? It's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of animosity that's pushed out nowadays. You know, it's, it's either you believe what I believe, you feel the way I feel, you think the way I think, or I hate you, right? And, and you know, it's, it's not, it's not. It's not going to uh, uh, create a happy place for people to live. It's going to create a lot of animosity, a lot of angriness, a lot of no, upset sure. people. You know, 
So I, I'm with you. I think people just need to be better people, you know, learn how to talk to people, you know, learn how to communicate with people. Um, thank you. No, thank you. Saying hi to somebody, right? There's nothing that drives me more crazy than when you make eye contact with somebody and they look down or look away or, you know, like, it's almost like I have to make a point and say hello at that point. Like, you're going to talk to me today. You're not going, you're not just going to walk past yeah. me and ignore me. Hey, I had to wake up this morning. I had to wake up this morning and act right. So do you, motherfucker. Like, man, that's it. Or when you hold the door open for somebody and they hey, don't say thank hey, you. Hey, real you know, like, life. Things like that. Slam the door on a lady. Slam the door on a lady. Like, I was holding the door. Say, hey, thank you very much. And it was that second door. And I slammed that shit in front of her. I was like, I said, thank you. She's like, Oh my God, what I'm like, I'm teaching you some manners. She's just like, you're acting like a psychopath. I was like, it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Man. It'd be like that sometimes. Stories are meant to be learned. Yeah. <laughs> Lessons are learned. But uh I, I definitely feel like especially this Kroger and this was uh like uh so Kroger's is associated with Google. Uh, we know that they treat their customer, their cu- not their customers, their employee. Well, their customers by chain, their employees like shit because these are the same people that were pissing and pooping in trucks and in the back of war sales. And when someone passed out on the middle of a warehouse floor, they put three cones around them so people could work around this person instead of giving him uh, clinic uh, aid. Like these companies don't care about you. Please don't throw your life away for them. Please, please. Um. I don't know what this NPR. Oh, yeah, this was about Hobby Lobby. So, um, for all y'all that don't know, Hobby Lobby, you know that store down the street that you think sells cute antiques and little trinkets and stuff like that? Well, actually, they specialize in smuggling drugs. Not drugs, sorry. <laughs> stolen artifacts and goods from other countries during war times. Um, Hobby Lobby is now being ordered by our government to return stolen artifacts from iraq and iran uh one of these tablets is the gildamesh uh tablet i just thought hobby lobby was a place that you go to buy glitter but apparently they specialize in smuggling shit into the country uh i don't know <laughs> just uh, what's your what are your thoughts on this in keep, hobby lobby <laughs> I, think, I think i think that's how they keep their prices so low man <laughs> it's, it's gotta know, be it's, it's gotta be a little side hustle yeah a little side hustle uh, you know, man, it, it just, it lets you know that there's bad people everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, it's just, that's amazing that, that, you know, and even if the government has to step in to tell them, right? Like it should have been something like, oh, hey, man, you stole this. Okay, we'll get it back to you, you know, but, you know, you got government intervention and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's amazing. It's the, amazing the, the part that's crazy about this, and uh, somebody uh, brought this up, is the owner is like this ultra uber Christian type dude, and he was like, he wanted to start a museum. He wanted to start a museum about like these artifacts, but instead of like you know buying them or going through the government change, he just says, oh, you know, I'm a white man stealing from from a brown guy. This is okay. This is acceptable. This is. This is something we do. And it also speaks to like, and I also tell people this, like, especially brown people. And I don't like to like talk to people about religion as I'm a person that doesn't believe in religion. I got my own relationship with God. But I be telling people like, look, don't be out here just accepting any old nonsense because there's a bunch of black and brown people that are going to go to that museum thinking that these are amazing artifacts, not understanding that they were stolen from the people that they rightfully belong to. And and just, just, and just chew on this for a second. Just remember, he had to steal this from a brown country. 
So all those white Jesuses you be praying to, you got some explaining to do. That's all I'm going to say. I'm moving on. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving on. I'm, I'm not going to stay here. I'm not safe here. You want to know who else isn't safe? Hey, it, got, it started getting hot, man. It I did. It did. Oh. It did. Oh. It did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me apologize. Let me apologize. Hold on. Let me apologize. The truth me... is the truth. The truth hurts. I got. I got to say this. I got to say this. Have you, have you seen that meme where it says, "Name one thing that you didn't hear about in the Bible," and it said white people, white people, white people. Oh, oh that shit God. did hit me. Oh, hey, that God. shit did hit me. That shit did hit me. Oh man, that was hilarious. But hey, you wanna know what's not funny? Because Tim Cook said so. Whoever is leaking memos about Apple to the media needs to stop. As memo about this was leaked to the media immediately. Apple's security is a phenomenal on their phone, but at work, they got some loose lips out there, man. What's going on, Tim Cook? Or as Trump likes to call him, it's Tim Apple. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of these type of things because I don't think people like him should feel secure saying just whatever the fuck he wants behind closed doors. And I'm always going to be for this. That's why I'm for the full disclosure when it comes to, like, you know, uh, whatever the, the, the calls are for, like, financial business meetings if you're a stakeholder in the company. No, I want to know all that shit. I want to know all that shit. I want to know everything. Well, and then you get these little in the closet, you know, side comments that come out and they end up being, you know, some racist remark or some bigot type remark or, you know, and and I want to know, too. I want to know that, too. Who am I supporting? Right. Yeah. Um, what kind of person is this, right? Um, that's, you know, like you said, I'm glad that he doesn't feel safe. You know what I mean? I, I, watch, watch your mouth, player. Watch your watch mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> watch your goddamn mouth. All right. Um. All right, and we're we and this is something that I like to bring into the uh, the 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 episode every now and then. We stop in the middle. Eric hates this segment, but I it truly brings me pleasure. Uh, we're gonna take a pause now to honor the three new members of the Herman Cain Award. And for all you don't know what the Herman Cain Award is, Herman Cain is for some reason this prolific scientist, awesome dude, and all this cool stuff. But he's a Trump supporter, so it completely negates anything and everything he ever stood for and throws him in the gutter. But he he didn't just stop at being a supporter. He wanted to prove that he would be a Trumper for life. And unfortunately for him, he went to one of Trump's rallies that had the biggest COVID outbreak in the current in the state at the time, and he promptly died two weeks later. Thus creating this subreddit on Reddit called the Herman Cain Award. And I go there every week, pick three stories that really touch me, and I tell it to you guys. So the first story. In Florida, they are going to be locked out of their finances for Republican Party after anti-mask bookkeeper died of COVID-19 and was the only person who knew the password. Uh, This lovely idiot's name is Greg Prentice. I don't know how to say that if I'm saying it right. Let's hear Siri say it real quick. Greg Prentice. Yeah, I got it right. Greg Prentice. He's a Republican accountant from Hillsborough County, is well-known opponent of COVID-19 public health measures, and regularly uses social media to deny the importance of COVID restrictions. Justin, what do you think about this idiot? Um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) 
I'm very crossed with these people. I'm very crossed with these people. I have no sympathy for them. They're the absolute worst. This is Darwinism taking full course. I'm happy to see it because at this point, it's, it's, it shouldn't be up for debate. It should be up for debate. But this is this is one of the yeah, award winners. Yeah. I'm not going to put you in well, that light. Well, you just you think about it though. It's 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 we can all we can all agree that it's here. You know, mm-hmm. like people are dying, people are getting sick, people yeah. are you know needing life support, things of that nature. Like that's happening. Yeah. So for you to go around and say it doesn't exist or it's a fake thing or something like that, that's just in essence ignorant, right? You're just you're, no, just, for you're sure. just being ignorant at that point. And so, like you said, you know, if, if you want to go around, you know, if you want to go around, I don't know, if you want to go around acting like it doesn't exist, you know, you better hope that your body's prepared to, to, to deal with the consequence of, you know, you contracting the disease, right? Or no, the absolutely. virus. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're dummies. More <laughs> of the story, they're dummies. Uh, but that's just one winner. Let's see who our second uh, winner is. I and this girl's actually kind of cute to me. Uh, whatever her name is, this mother, and this is the part that'd be killing me because as a mother, and this might be sexism me to say, but as a woman, you would think that like self preservation of your child would trump any bullshit, right? Like it would trump any bullshit in or out the water. You want to protect your kids because that's something that's inherent to to women because they carry a child for nine months. She threw all that shit away. Because she didn't want to wear a mask. Her sister ended up coming out and telling her story. But uh, millions of people in the world have read the story of Christian Lowry. Uh, whatever mother who posted anti-vax messages opposing mask mandates on Facebook. And died of COVID-19 September 15th. So it's like. And it's like this is quick karma. These are people who are catching their karma quickly. Don't be these people. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be like this for you. It doesn't have to be like this for you. But there's one demographic of people that you would think should be that should be getting the utmost support. Because if if I shot a police officer, and by all means I said if, I guarantee you they would find every post of me and anything they could find to to demonize me and say, we need to get uh young black men back in chains as quick as possible. We need to figure out a way of getting. Yeah, they didn't like that one. They see, uh, I went from five to two real quick on that YouTube view and shit. <laughs> they didn't like that one. But here we are. Here we have it. King Mountain K9 Handler dies after fight against COVID nineteen. This group of people would have been the same group of people that were offered the vaccines back in 2020 of twenty twenty February. He would he should have been vaccinated. He leaves behind. A wife and three kids. Go fuck yourself, man. Why would you even put your kids through some shit like that? What, like, what's what? What grounds would you have to say, "Hey, hey, baby, I'm willing to die and watch you struggle for the rest of your life, emotionally, physically, and financially, because of my beliefs"? Then don't be a parent. There's, there's, there's got to be some sort of responsibility held there, you know, as a parent, like you said, got to take care of your family. Like this is what it, this is what it comes down to, brass task and all. All jokes aside, you're, you've set four, three kids out there for sheer doom. 
We all know men with men who are not in the household. Two parent households are the strongest households for growing, raising a kid. Period. So these are Herman Cain award winners. You can find it funny. You can find it dapper. You can find it sad. But whatever you find it, know that it's not going away. Know that these people, there are more of these people out there waiting. There's someone right now with their O2 stats in the 60s. And next week, I'm going to find them and they're going to be here. Don't be that person. I implore you. Don't be that person. Please. Please. <laughs> um, TikTok creators keep going up to gravestones and screaming out Rick and Morty. I, I'm i doing this for the algorithm. I enjoy Rick and Morty, but I hate the fans. It's one of those things like back in the day when you were kind of ashamed to say you watched anime. This is how I feel about what, saying Rick and Morty. Because, like, why are, why are they doing this shit? What do you know about Rick and Morty? I've seen the cartoon a handful of times. Um, but but I know everybody loves it. Like, everybody just rants and raves about it. Yeah, they're always saying some stuff like, oh, you have to be, like, super intelligent. Rick and Morty fans, diehard fans, they're dumb. Quote. Um, <laughs> like a South Park deal or, or, or worse? I, I think worse. I, I think worse because South Park is old enough that like if you act and if you are an avid fan of South Park, you, you have a little bit of like culture. You've been in the news enough to know better. But like seeing stuff like this is kind of crazy now. Uh, I think it's cra- I think this is actually pretty cool, though. The new Cowboy Bebop Netflix uh, series since we were talking about like anime live actions if you haven't watched cowboy bebop and call yourself an anime fan i'm here to tell you you're stealing a culture you're appropriating it stop it go watch the original 13 series uh this is the live action version it looks really good i am thoroughly pleased with this with this with the way it looks i'm kind of questioning if it's going to be like a sin city type thing i don't know what do you know about cowboy bebop i'm really i'm not really familiar with a lot of anime but i i do plan on watching this um i i i'm a big fan of the live action in general i love the live action uh uh theatrics and stuff like that i love the techniques they use so i'm I'm pretty excited to check it out for sure no definitely netflix has been known to do some really good stuff and they've really taken their time to like etch out a lot of these uh shows so like if anybody's watched like the Squid Games, uh, Clickbait, and uh, this uh, what's this another one that really good uh, Money Heist. All of those shows are really good in Netflix. Been, yeah, these are really good shows. Shows in Netflix. But there's one thing wrong with this trailer. For all the ego-eyed people who are watching this trailer, you would have noticed that Ed is missing. Ed is the fourth person in this band who isn't been seen, and they haven't shown any like pictures of her. So it's kind of concerning. Like, I don't know if I, I feel like they put too much effort into this for them to have skipped over her. I hope that they can bring her into the show appropriately. Um, Dog the Bounty Hunter uh, has decided to lend his service in the search for Gabby Petito's boyfriend, Brian uh, Laundry. I, for some reason, I thought Dog the Bounty Hunter was in jail for like domestic abuse or something like that. Now, this all sounds, you know, like he's just thirsty to get back in the, into the limelight. Um, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter's been in quite a bit of trouble since he had that show. Um, 
most recent news that I had heard on him was when he dropped the N bomb, uh, yeah. talking to some black people, and he basically said that they said that he could say it. They gave him the power. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pulled he Come pulled on, the bro. Vince McMahon. He pulled the Vince McMahon. Yeah. Vince McMahon did that yeah, once. He did that on t- national TV. He's like, what TV. up? <laughs> And this is a true, I think this is a true story. He went up to Booker T, who was the only black person on live that, that night, and said, hey, do you are you okay with me saying this? And basically made Booker T, Booker T, a wrestler who is employed by him, and is the only reason why he currently has a paycheck, and they hey, my black African-American, you're okay with me using the N-word, right? That's fine. It's for theatrics. It's nothing personal. So, like, it's just that clueless, mindless, senseless uh, self-indulgence. And this is what he's doing as well. The fact that the media gave him a stand to walk on, because I'm only talking about Gabby Petito, not because there's some new information about it, but because an old leech has latched onto it. And that's the disappointing part in this. Um, well, it's like he's doing it for the wrong reasons. Of you know course. I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving has finally opened up his third eye and has decided that he's not going to take the vaccine. And because he's not taking the vaccine, he wasn't there for NBA media day, which led to a lot of questions and a lot of back and forth between all-stars, not really on the, on those tenses of basketball, but on the tenses of moral responsibility, uh, ethics, uh, like in all these things. Kyrie Irving's due $41 million this year, and the NBA has made it clear that they can withhold your checks for any missed games due to COVID restrictions. So it's it's going to come down to a question of, is your third eye that big or your wallet that small? Like, which one's going to give up first? So I'm interested to know what they do with this. What do you think about the mandate in the NBA, about uh, them getting being mandated to take the shot or at least have uh, no COVID symptoms? I, I I don't think anybody should be forced to take the shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, I think if, if you don't take the shot, you're obviously going to have to follow some diff- a different set of precautions, maybe whether it's weekly testing or, you know, monitoring symptoms or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to force these guys' hands, like I, I think Cam Newton had an issue or a fallout with Belichick about the shot also. Yeah, and it, um, it cost him his job. It cost yeah, him his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I really don't I don't like that, man. I don't I don't you know, we shouldn't get to the point where let's put it like this. We know that STDs kill people, but it's still not illegal to not wear condoms. Um, you know, it's it's Well, it's like, it's it's not illegal, but if you if you willingly give someone S T D you can be charged. If you know, if you know, you know, if you know, and if or the... even to the point of, you know, fast food, right? You got fast food is available. Obesity kills, you know, uh, tons of people every year, but they still allow McDonald's and Burger Kings and all those to operate. They're not putting out, you know, food that's going to make you live longer or live a healthier life. Right. You know, so tough, man. You know, it's, it's absolutely, tough. it's absolutely tough. But I think a lot of this comes down to the thing The thing that makes – the only reason why this is of a topic is because you can give COVID to people who are doing everything in their power to protect themselves. 
If I, I drive past hundreds of McDonald's every day and I haven't had a McChicken since I left fucking Pine Bluff, word to my mother. We love you. The problem here is McDonald's isn't chasing me around throwing McChickens at my mouth every time I fucking say a word. That's not the case when you're on an NBA court with your athletes. And you have to think about NBA players. One 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 illness, one misstep, one backstep could put you out for the year. Like, these are extreme athletes. So putting yourself in a predicament where you could have to sit out and lose precious time on the court used to develop or sharpen your skills shouldn't be at the mercy of a third-eyed wizard who says he wants to do more research. And let me just give you guys a little bit of input real quick. When you're saying you got to do more research, all I'm really hearing is you've done none. You haven't started. You're not smart enough to get your own research going. If you haven't started your own research by now, if you still have questions by now, it proves that you don't use your smartphone effectively. It proves that you don't understand what the CDC is about. Now, let me ask you this. So from the other aspect of things, right? Sure. What, what, like, there's nothing that says that if I get the shot that I'm not going to get sick or not get COVID still, right? And no, there's definitely so, information about that out. Is every vaccine that's well, there, ever... There's people that... Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask. So, you know, from the, from the, you know, there are people that are getting it that have had the shot. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like by Kyrie getting the shot, it's going to prevent him from ever getting COVID. Right. So if he was going to get it, you know, I'm a destiny kind of guy. So if he was going to get it, he probably is going to get it either way. You know, it, so, you know, I get the reducing of the effectiveness and, you know, the ability of, of, of being able to fight it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, with any medicine, Along with this, it doesn't guarantee that I'm going to be fixed, right? Or it doesn't guarantee me that I'm going to stay fixed, I guess you'd say. Oh, no, right? absolutely. But um, this is the this is kind of the catch of it all. None of those promises were ever made. The inherent understanding of vaccines is that vaccines help stop the disease from killing you. It's, it yeah. minimizes the opportunities for it to kill you. I can still catch COVID. I can still catch the chicken pox if I had all the vaccines. Mumps, Mabella, all of that. I could still catch it. The objective of the vaccine is to stop it from putting me in a position where I will die. And that's where the problem kind of lies now. Because people will use that talking point and I'll have to explain them. Well, that's not the objective. A, a good friend of mine, their parents are fully vaccinated. They caught COVID and they lost their scent. They regained it back in two days. They were in the perfect demographic to have been, been bed rest and down and out of commission they left with the sniffles that's the only reason and that's and that's literally all we're trying to get people to understand but like they will go off on a tangent say well it's not a cure any any healthcare professional will tell you prevention is better than cure any day of the week so here's a prevention but we got people out here trying to take ivermectin a a a horse dewormer we got people out here gargling peroxide your teeth will look better but it's not going to save you from COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm, I've, I've always been, not, I, I guess not anti-medicine, but nature's medicine, right? Mm-hmm. And so anytime that I get sick, right, I don't like take NyQuil or Benadryl or, you know, 
I don't, I've, I never really have. And so when we start talking about preventative and things like that, like I, you know, I make sure I sweat, you know, so much every day, or, you know, I make sure I work out or I eat pretty healthy or, you know, there's things that I try to do from a preventative standpoint that I feel like I don't necessarily fit into a lot of those metrics where they're, mm -hmm. you know, put solutions together for people. Right. Cause yeah. I, I really just don't matter of fact, last time I got sick, I got COVID. I was sick for two weeks. You know, I was sick, like really sick, but, um, you know, after three or four days, I didn't feel like, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. It's just like a cold. You know what I mean? And after that, I wasn't, I'm not, now I'm not scared of it anymore. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. I, I knew I could get this. It's like the flu to me. I'll chew it up. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about all that stuff. The, the vaccines, the, you know, medications as a whole. You know, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. The CDC scared me when they were going back and forth about all these different mandates and what you should do, what you shouldn't do. You know, all that kind of stuff seemed like a lot of, a lot of guessing. There was a lot of guessing going on. They uh, guessing is another. I mean, guessing is a word you could use for it, or the best making the best decision with the mo with the most pertinent information you have at the time. That is also called science. Like there, there's a reason why uh, MMR is now all together in one. When you used to get three separate shots, because we evolve and we get better over time. A big factor and a big reason why people, especially people of color, have this distrust is because one coherently. We don't invest in primary care physicians. Nafi talked about this last week, how black men need to start going to the doctors more, period, because we need to establish care because too many of us are dying of prostate cancer that could have easily been found weeks ago. Too many of us are sitting here with lumps on our fucking chest or our arm and saying it'll get better in three weeks and then we lose sight in our right eye. And then there's literally a dude who had surgery to repair his, um, his, um, uh, his vast nephra, I believe, where basically he basically whenever he ejaculates, it comes out of his butt. Basically, he went like that for two years, two years before he was like, you know what? This is kind of embarrassing. Let me go to the doctor. Right, right. Something might not be right here. Like, <laughs> like guys are crazy. Guys are crazy. So, like, for me, I made that commitment to my sister that by the end of the year, I would go to the doctor's. I have my appointment for the third. And I implore you to do it too. You, We need to be, we, like, regardless of your feelings of it, the me modern day medicine and the things that we have right now are designed not to, like, there's 101 ways they could kill black people. There's 101 ways they could kill us. They can literally walk up to us and shoot us in the street. And if there's no cameras, they can get away with it. Get away. Yeah, get away with it. So, like, like if, if you're worried about the system hurting you, just keep in mind, they need you a living you so they can keep taking money from you. So they're going to keep their damnedest to keep you alive. But to end everything on a good note, uh, Super Mario Brothers is coming out with a movie. And I just wanted to awesome. look at the cast. I just wanted to look at the cast because I thought it would be fucking hilarious. Um, as Princess Peach, we have uh, Ayanna Taylor-Joy, Chris Pratt as Mario. These are all voices. This isn't live action. Um, yeah. Ayanna Taylor Joy, I think, is a good peach. She looks like a peach. Jack Black is Bowser. I love it. Charlie Day as Luigi. Not really sure. I never was a fan of uh, Always Sunny and uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Chris Pratt as Mario just seems okay. weird to me. I never. I stopped liking Chris Pratt because he has some really weird stances on religion and shit like that. Um, okay. 
Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Fred Armish as Cranky Kong. I don't know who he is. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. I don't know who that is. Uh, Key, Keegan Michael Key is Toad. So I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, the original yeah. voice of Mario is going to be, I guess, like the the fucking Stan Lee of this universe. And then there's a dude named Sebastian something as Spike, which I also don't know. I don't know. What do you think of this casting? I think it's got potential. Chris Pratt is a weird piece, but, you know, I think it's got some potential. Um, I, I, I'll, you know, I grew up in the Mario era, so yeah, this is, like, amazing for me. I'm ex- I'm really excited about it. Were you a fan of the original high. Mario movie? Um, Which one? The one with the Koopa Troopers and stuff like that? No, the one where it was, like, uh, Mar- uh Eagle Zama was in it, and... It was yep, like, yeah, yeah, that's the one I was talking. Oh thinking wow, of. that one, that one was so scary. As a child, that terrified me. As a child, I could not finish that movie. Like the Koopas, I was like, the dude with the big shoulders and the little heads. And oh, stuff. that shit, yeah. that shit gave me nightmares. Like it, it, it's historically one of the worst movies they've ever made. Apparently, so um, I'm super interested to see. How this comes out uh, is the the animation is being done by the people who made the minions, so at least we know it's going to be high quality animation. But like this is a studded cast, so I'm interested. I'm honestly in, interested to see how it goes, and you know, and, and ba- get y'all's opinion on it. So let us know. But for what it's worth, hey guys, we, noted we, though. A, a lot of these new remakes are not really all that good. No, it's just the fact that they're remaking something that you missed. You know it's what I mean? Nostalgia. Like something that was that was cool back in the day. Oh, no, you're you're yeah, definitely yeah, paying yeah. for nostalgia. You're definitely paying for nostalgia. Yeah, like even like the Space Jam movie. You know, it wasn't. It I'm wasn't, not going to say yeah. it was trash, but it wasn't a good movie. Yeah. But I enjoyed watching it at the same time because it was you know Space Jam. It's you know Space I mean? Jam. Yeah, I I think they messed up by not like having. They had like an homage to Michael Jordan, but I feel like. Do do a little something, a little something, but hey, but yeah. whatever the thing is, that's what nostalgia is for, and that's what it's worth. But shout out to you guys, man! Shout out to all of y'all for making it to the end of this to this segment, man. We we did it, just congratulations! You made it to the end of one segment. We appreciate you coming through. Uh, hey, this is the things we forgot to tell you last week. As always, you can find us on all major platforms: iTunes, Twitch, YouTube. All that good stuff. If you don't want to remember all that stuff, the link tree is in the chat right now and in the description. Feel free to head down there and, you know, search us up and do whatever you want. Uh, Just real quick, man, give us your socials and tell them where they can find you. Hey, everybody, man. First of all, thank you for having me. But you can find me on Instagram, jthemoneyguy. Just the letter J, then the money guy. Um, You can also find us at Wealth Link Pros, W E A L T H L I N K P R O S. Um, all platforms pretty much the same thing, right? Wealth Link Pros for our for our uh, financial planning agency, and then Jay the Money Guy for everything else. Um, you know, that's I'm pretty I'm pretty easy to find. I appreciate you guys, man, for having me. This has really been a, an awesome experience. Some really good topics to discuss. No, definitely, definitely. All that stuff will be in the comment section below or the description of this video. Uh, for all you people that don't know, uh, we had a we had a hype train last time we were here. 
And uh, basically, for all you don't know, the hype train is when they basically... Uh, a bunch of people come and like, share, subscribe to the channel. So I just want to send some thank yous out to those people. Uh, these are the people who followed the channel while we were gone. This is uh, Lux Chuck. Uh, where's my alerts? I don't know where my alerts are coming on. Are they coming on? Do we have alerts? Hero? Did, did you get any alerts? I don't think we have any alerts. Cool Let's wrap it up for you. <laughs> I don't have my alerts on, but we gon' get fine. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime, and I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on my line, and we feel some fights. Seems like every night, don't care who's wrong or right. I hope I can decide. Slow it down.